Hey yo, welcome to the show. And if you ain't know, well now you know. I'm out here. If you don't, we don't give a damn. Hey yo, hey yo, listen hey, yo. to this hey, fam. <laughs> Off the door, right there. Off the door. What's up, fam? Welcome to another edition of the Hey Yo, Listen to This Fan Podcast, where we talk about everything film, TV, and hot topics and anything else to get you throughout the week. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin J. Stone. I am Maria, the creative. And as always, our faithful, loyal leader is uh, running the country. Not running the country. He should be running the country. He's not serving the country. <laughs> Definitely uh, needs definite to be director. running the country. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into... First of all, Maria, how you been? I'm good. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe you asked me that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, I, should, I should ask you how you doing. We're just going to jump right into it. <laughs> well, how are you, You Kevin? know, it's a hard time. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm maintaining. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm making every day I'm here is another day I'm here. <laughs> okay, these are facts. Another day above ground. Oh, uh, so let's go ahead and get into these topics. Uh, so let's see. Hey, yo, listen to this, fam. On this episode, we're gonna be talking about the presidential debate that took place last week. Uh, Donald Trump and Melania Trump, they have COVID. This is kind of an old story now, but the Brad and Lisa Ray, I had it up here because I took the notes last week, but now it's kind of gotten old, but we can talk about it because we never discussed it. Uh, Takashi 69 OD'd, question mark. And then there's some, <clears throat> excuse me, some bonus stories we'll talk about later, but our main topic tonight, we're going to be reviewing, uh, reviewing the film Bones, the 2001 horror film Bones starring Snoop Dogg. Uh, so before we go any further, you know what this episode is right here? Hmm? You know what this episode is right here? Because I, I took notes. You probably don't know, but I took notes. <laughs> the episode... Are you talking about the film? No, this episode. Oh. What's, what's special about this episode right here? So, is it Black Horror Films? No, I'm talking about just the episode, not not the film. I'm talking about the A.O. Listen to This Fan Podcast. You know what's... Oh, my God. <laughs> I need my butt kicked. Oh, my God. That's This is why I'm not in a relationship. Um... <laughs> First of all, this is a special episode. It is our 50th. Yeah. Oh, it's you our did. 50th. Yes, it's the 50th episode. Yay! Yeah, you got your prize. You got free free government cheese for a year. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't realize it. Well, I say, you know, congratulations to A.O. Listen yeah. to this fam podcast platform. Um, it is our 50th episode. Um, we've come a long way. Yeah. Um, I came I from mean, being a guest to being a co-host. Huh? Okay, <laughs> me too. Um, you know, uh, I think you know we've had you know multiple people up here, multiple mm -hmm. um, co-hosts and stuff. But you know, we 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 held on. We yet holding on. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, man, and and thanks to you guys yeah. that we even have an audience to talk to. 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know the exact amount of episodes I've been on, but I, at least 10, 15. Yeah. yeah, I think I think maybe about, I think I got about maybe 40. Okay. Maybe about 40. Okay. So, um, yes. Yay. Yeah. Congratulations. Congrats. And many, many, many more to come. That's right. Yeah. I'm trying to get to 100 and all that. And while we're congratulating, let's go ahead and send a congrats out to Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty. Oh yeah, on their baby. I hear that Usher had one too. Yep, he, he did. It's a breath for him did. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't know the, the gender or um, the name of Nikki's baby. Yeah, I'm not sure if Usher gave the gender or whatever for I his. I think he has a girl. A girl. 
if I'm not mistaken. Because I, I think when I saw it and he made mention of the sex, and I remember thinking, oh, so he finally got his girl. He's going to got two boys. Yeah. So I think okay. he, I'm about 90% sure he has a girl. Okay. Um. Other uh, quick updates. The show Glow that comes on Netflix is a female wrestling dramedy. Uh, I just got news today that it's been canceled and it won't be moving forward with this fourth and final season. Uh, they had got renewed back in August of last year to do their final season and it's been canceled today. Well, <laughs> I've never heard of the show, so. I've seen promo for it, but I've never watched it. But, yeah, I mean, it apparently got like 15 Emmy nominations, won three of them, so it's. Oh, really? Yeah, it was doing, a, I guess it did pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the upcoming Dune film that we've talked about before a little bit, um, it has been delayed from December 18th to October 1st, 2021. So it's supposed to come out December 18th this year, but now Dune? Dune. D-U-N-E. Oh. Yeah. Wait, um, who's in that? I have no idea. Let me see. I don't think it's anybody that's uh, like a big name. Uh, here we go. It's Dennis Villeneuve. I guess he's the, the writer. Oh, he's yeah, the director. Dennis Villeneuve. Um. Yeah, it's nobody, nobody that I know, is it? But they pushed it back because they had to push back um the Wonder Woman sequel as well. So they just mm-hmm. they said I guess to push back all the movies to try to I guess get them to the theaters. Hopefully mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. So that was just one of the films that happened to get pushed back as well. Um, because I'm sure it's a big budget. Cause man, we coming back next year. Yeah. I'm speaking that. I'm speaking that. We're coming back next year. We're going to get dummy out of the way. Mm-hmm. And the industry is going to come back. Um, and yeah. Yeah. And in sad news, uh, RIP to actor Thomas Jefferson Bird. He was 70 years old. He was shot in Atlanta multiple times over the weekend. Um, he is, if you don't know who he is, he played uh, the boss in Set It Off, the one that they robbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He played the boss. And I think he was in some Spike Lee films as well. Yeah, he was in some other stuff. Mm-hmm. My question was, he's 70 years old. How did you end up? What? Yeah, so I says, need to know what the scenario was. I was trying to find out. There's like, not a lot of it. information. According to CNN, it says that uh, he was fatally shot in Georgia Saturday morning, according to the Atlanta police. And the officers responded to Southwest Atlanta for an injured person call. And when the officers arrived, they found him unresponsive. Uh, he was pronounced dead at the scene with multiple gunshot wounds to the back. His death and the circumstances around it are still under investigation. So, not much information. But uh, oh yeah, he was on get on the bus clockers. He got game. Yeah, so he he, he got a he had a lot of uh, stuff he did like in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember. And he received his bachelor's degree from Morris Brown College and a master's degree from the California Institute of the Arts. He had a master's. Yeah. Well. R.I.P. to him. I mean, when you're seven years old, you shouldn't be out here getting shot. That's just something that's when you're 21 or something. (laughs) What's going on here? What are you doing to get shot? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to release the details of the story. So um, stay tuned. We'll we'll definitely be following up on that. We're not joking. Just had some questions. Condolences to the family. Yeah. Um, And then another update we got, uh, Michael B. Jordan, he may be making that jump from Marvel to DC. Mm. It's saying that Warner Brothers is eyeing him to play the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern. No, I don't know if that's going to work because I know a lot of people want him to come back for Black Panther too. Uh, yeah. So uh, he can't do both production companies. He can't do both uh, comic companies because you either do Marvel or you do DC. Well, he definitely got to um at the same time at least do Black Panther too for, for <laughs> Chad. He has to. That would be nice. Um, yeah. Um, 
All right, so let's get into our topics. First, uh, we're going to talk about, the first topic is going to be this shit show called A Presidential Debate that happened last, what, Wednesday? I don't know. Time <clears throat> is kind last of- Last Wednesday or Thursday. I think it was Wednesday. Oh. Yo, it feels like Groundhog's Day around I mean, yeah, here. Yeah. So going into it, I already knew that it was not going to be anything uh, professional because <laughs> we're talking about Trump. And he came in muslinging through the door. As soon as he got in there. First of all, it said that the debate started at 8 p.m., I think it was. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I didn't realize that was the pre-show. So that was all like the political pundits talking for an hour. Mm -hmm. And they're doing a pre-show like this is an award show or something. I don't need the pre-show. Give me that. Because if it's going to be 90 minutes of them talking and standing and no commercial breaks, let's go ahead and hop right into it at 8 o'clock. I don't need you uh, to yeah. give me at 9 o'clock and then 10.30 is going over. And then it actually goes over. Um. So, you watched the debate? I watched clips of it. I was I was about to sit there. I watched the whole ninety minutes. Nah, nah, and nah. I'm reclaiming my time. Nah. <laughs> it's very impressive that they both stood up for ninety minutes at a podium. I don't know if they had diapers on some because I mean I got to take a bathroom break. So I don't know if they took bathroom breaks somehow. It no, probably had on pampers. I wouldn't play it past <laughs> Trump. I'm pretty sure he wears diapers. <laughs> I mean, very fitting for a shit show, you know. So if he had to take a shit, you got it right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I, I what I what I take away from in the, from the whole ninety minutes because we really didn't get much because they had six topics that they talked about and mm -hmm. they had fifteen minutes for each topic. Mm -hmm. um, what stood out to me is that Trump, of course, did not denounce white supremacy, um, and it was just like it was a struggle for him. Which I mean, we already know he's racist, bro. You know, watching him in that moment was like when a chick catch her boyfriend cheating. <laughs> like he was acting just like a guilty ass man. Yeah. I, I, I denounce it. Give me a name. Give me a name. Motherfucker, you know what his Proud name is. Probably. First of all, I never even heard of Proud Boys until I this debate. I had either. So, I thought they was called the good old boys. I didn't even know there was a group out there that was outside of the KKK. I mean, I thought it was just them. <laughs> But apparently, the Proud Boys, they dress up like in suits or whatever. Oh. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 it was, it was. They have a whole network. I was like, this mofo. But he is, said, stand back and stand, stand by. Stand. When you touch my stand by, that means stand, stand by because I might need you. Well, yeah, because that's his whole intent um, to try to intimidate. You know, this mm -hmm. is little bullying tactics. Like I got my goons, which he mm -hmm. does have goons. Um, but I don't think that's really gonna scare the average American because um as the illustrious um Charlemagne would say, uh our Negro spiritual is uh knuck if you buck. <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead. And stand back and stand, <laughs> stand by if you want to. Okay, so that's all I gotta say. I had looked up, and the Proud Boys is actually a white supremacist group in Oregon, and mm. um, so he said that to them, and they took that as a, a sign, you know, that they had the okay whenever he's whenever he's ready. Mm. So they just standing on the sidelines waiting for him. They start putting that on shirts and stuff. Stand back and stand by. And so he also said that he had the support of the sheriff in Oregon. Mm. Which they did a fact check afterwards, and they just checked all the lies that both of them told on both sides. Um, so when he said that he had support of the sheriff, 
uh, the sheriff actually came out and said something himself. And he said, uh, Donald Trump has made me made a hell of a lot, well, made my job a hell of a lot harder since he started talking about Portland, Oregon. But I never thought he'd try to turn my wife against me. And then he said, in tonight's pre presidential debate, the president said the Portland sheriff supports him. As the Mold Noma County Sheriff, I have never supported Donald Trump and will never support him. Mm. So he lied. Uh, but that's just another thing that Donald Trump likes to do. You about to say something, though? No, um... I was going to say one thing that beyond the the failure to denounce white supremacy, the other thing that stuck out to me that I had a, a huge problem with um, was the way that he was talking about this man's dead son. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was. It, first of all, at that point, um, I'm losing all of my military bearing, all of my professionalism, because if you're staying across from me talking smack about my dead son. Mics off, mask down, because these fists yeah. are going <laughs> across these but jaws. See, what do you mean, like that? Yeah. Hella districts. That's all. That's what, what Joe was trying to show you. Okay, this is classy over here, professional. This is presidential over here, and this is a clown. What you call him a clown? And he, you he, you don't need to show anybody that. Oh yeah, he like, definitely. We already to, know that he definitely needs to take you know the gloves off next next debate, bro. You're not gonna sit here. Um. And disrespect my late That's, son. That right there would have got you popped. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Would have got you popped. Calling him drug. Like, yo. I'd have like, you know what? Go to break. If y'all don't, I'm about to. <laughs> but we about I'm, to make the whole news around the world <laughs> right now. What I'm really looking forward to is this next debate, though, that's happening later this week with Kamala and Mike Pence. Kamala Harris and Mike Pence. I was about to say, who about to debate Trump old yeah. diseased ass? <laughs> No, Kamala and Mike Pence are up next. And if you, first she of all, I, I is love, about to walk yeah, this dude like dog a walk dog. First of all, when she was doing the, uh, I forgot what it was that, that some kind of case that was happening uh, last mm -hmm. year with uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Y'all know. What I I'm know talking you talking about with yeah. the doctor um, when he was. It was um, in court, and she was questioning the guy. Like she had, mm -hmm. uh, she was just like grilling the guy. Mm -hmm. um, I know the God, guy I who was. He was name. trying to. Um, he was he was up he was trying to become a ju a judge mm -hmm. right yeah. and he um when that he was right. running for the for the position somebody came out with sexual assault allegations mm -hmm. and yeah. he had to have a hearing yeah and he man she, she grilled him yeah so uh, she's already ready for this so she's just probably just dancing waiting for Mike Pence listen she is going to Mop the floor with this. At the end of the day, Kamala is still a black woman, Jeez. and what can we do best? <laughs> argue. <laughs> Can't nobody out argue the black woman. Oh, and I hadn't said it yet, but fuck Trump. It's still fuck Trump. Hey, <laughs> fuck Trump. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, matter of fact, I think that's taking place next uh, on Wednesday. The the uh, the vice president debate. So let's just. Um, oh no no no! Before we you know clown on Trump, um, Joe, Joe said some things that were concerning too. Mm -hmm. um, he still will not admit that that ninety four crime bill was wrong. Right. I got a problem with that. After all this time, you still can't humble yourself to say mm -hmm. I made a bad. Decision. Just yeah, he should just. I mean, he came out with his taxes, you know, the day of the debate because he was trying to get ahead of that. So it's just like you could just apologize earlier that day. 
Right. But I don't know. I mean, Joe comes off to me slightly arrogant, like, because he already knows that yeah. we don't have no choice but to vote for his mm-hmm. ass. And I don't really think he has any real interest in doing anything directly uh, benefiting black and brown people. I think he entertains the idea, mm-hmm. but... I don't believe that when he gets in office, we're going to be on the top of his priority list. I don't. I mean, he already got a lot of shit to do, period. Black people should be at the top of the list, but he yeah. has a lot of shit that he has to He has to undo a lot of the shit that Trump has done, just like Trump was undoing everything that Obama well, did. Well, he's going to have to go on a global world tour of kissing ass yeah, to get people back, <laughs> back friends to, with us. Yeah, because Trump has fucked all that up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. While we're on the topic of uh, Trump, we're moving on to the next topic. Donald Trump and Melania Trump having COVID. So, what well, matter of fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Donald Trump tweeted on uh, tw- at 12.54 a.m. on Friday, which Saturday morning. Some people still consider it night. Uh, he tweeted, tonight at Flotus and I have tested positive for COVID-19. We will begin our quarantine and recovery process immediately. We will get through this in all capital letters together. Together who? Uh, you never right. been for us. So. Ever. <laughs> and then both Mike Pence and his wife uh, had got tested and they were both negative. And then I like the petty thing that uh, Joe Biden did. He he tweeted that he and his wife both tested negative for COVID on that same day mm-hmm. uh, or later that day because he was sleeping at 1254 while Trump was up tweeting. <laughs> he was getting his rest. <laughs> and so that next, that, later on that day, he made sure he tweeted, we're negative, we're good. Yo, <laughs> If this man has COVID, so you don't. And no, I don't believe he has COVID. Get the y'all listen. What's your reason for thinking he doesn't have? First of all, it's real coincidental that he gets COVID right after he professes his alliance to the white supremacist group. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a huge blunder okay. that Fox and all of his buddies can't really clean up. So it's a nice little diversion to say, hey, the president got the cooties. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and so for, if, just just to play devil advocate, say say he does. Okay, because I'm on that side. I'm okay. on the side to say he does. Say he does. Say he does. Now, according to... The scientists, CDC or whoever, the people who are the, the fatally infected by COVID or or the groups that are more, um, uh, what word am I looking for? Vulnerable to COVID mm-hmm. are people with pre-existing conditions like diabetes, stuff like that, uh, elderly people. And overweight people. Okay. Out of those three, your president fits in two of those groups. Mm -hmm. He's a senior and he's out of shape. Right? Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily know exactly what his health condition is because you know those those doctors lie about how healthy he really is, right? Yes. So how come when he tests positive, day two, he's riding around Walter Reed, waving at people like he's the effing pulp, 
Because he wants to still keep that image of being strong, which he he, he isn't, but he wants to. He's making videos, he is. pretending to sign blank papers to show that you're strong. But I'm like, dude, you have COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Why? So you don't have any of the symptoms. You're you're so healthy that your body can fight off a disease that has killed over two hundred thousand people in this country, in counting. That's just a loose number. It's not even. The number. Well, see, here's my here's my. Like opinion. it doesn't make any sense. I feel like he has it because he first he's called it a hoax this whole time. Okay. He has been walking around not having he's been having these rallies, not having masks, not really social distancing like he should. Mm-hmm. Even though now he's claiming you know what well, we have him outside, not indoors. I guess it's after Herman King died. Mm-hmm. But you know he was he was putting himself at risk a lot to catch it. So it's just like you keep talking about this. Uh, this is no, a I get virus, it. Yeah. And. Karma came back to bite the day after. I mean, when you were sitting there talking about Joe having the biggest mask ever at the, on the debate, here was one thing he said. He said, you know, I have, a, I have a mask on, but Joe has the biggest mask I've ever seen. And he's 200 feet away from people, and, you know, just trying to make sure he's good or whatever. But mm-hmm. you go joking about that. And then the next day, well, the day after the next, you post that you got, you tested positive. And you got it from your, um, one of the people in your cabinet that's uh, working with what you. Was it Hope? Yeah, hope, hope. hope. And then today, the Secretary of State, she uh, tweeted that she's now tested positive. Uh, just a couple hours ago, she, tw- she tweeted that. And yep. she's now starting to quarantine. And I'm actually looking at a um, a list here. I guess they're doing it of the of the people in his cabinet versus the people in Joe Biden's uh, cabinet or whatever. And the people that are testing positive. And Wait, looks- is that supposed to be like a whose team is more <laughs> Yeah. So it's just like, when you look at uh, Joe's... Uh, Side is it, it, it's all green. Green is a negative test, so it looks like everybody on his side is negative because they're all using safety precautions. Mm-hmm. And then it shows that there are five, ten, twelve people on Donald Trump's side that have tested positive. So Donald Trump, Melania, Hope Hicks, who is his advisor, uh, Ronna McDaniel, she's an RNC chair, Kellyanne Conway, former advisor, uh, Governor Chris Christie, let's see, Tom Tillis, who I he's here from North Carolina, fuck mm-hmm. him too. Uh, for real <laughs> and then a few other people we might not know the name for his campaign manager of course as well got it and then uh, like I said earlier the Ka- Kaylee McKinney, McKinney the press secretary mm-hmm. um, she got it so I mean it's just going around his, his cabinet so I feel like I feel like he hasn't I feel like they're saying that his symptoms were like really bad but now he's he's Coming, he's he's getting better now. I don't know what he's doing. How though? That's what I'm saying. That don't make any sense. Think about it, Kevin. I mean, he has the, he had, he got has, real he, bad. He's the president. He has the best health care there is in the country. Bruh. So, I listen. He he has the best health care in the country. I'm not believing this shit. I yo. mean, if he, I mean, I I, I think he has it. If he doesn't know. have it, okay, cool. But if he has it, okay, cool. Because you brought it on yourself. I don't know. I don't trust this mug. <laughs> I think it's a ploy. Um, what do you think they're trying to? Do you think they're gonna have him take some kind of virus? I mean, uh, vaccine, whatever, and say, okay, this is what healed me. So now they're trying to push that vaccine. Yep, he's injecting himself with Clorox. I've as been we, hearing that as we speak. But regardless of what the, um, I just like I said, it just seems so convenient because you know the next debate, Joe is gonna eat him up. Well, I mean, you know the next saying? debate for them. It seems like it wouldn't be until 14 days anyway, because the next debate is happening is, like I said, on Wednesday with 
uh, Mike and Kamala. And then, so that means that the next debate after that will probably be next week, which would be like that 14 days. Wait, so Mike doesn't have it? No, he doesn't have it. Oh. Mike, I said Mike and his wife, they tested negative. Um, but Joe and his, I mean, not Joe, <laughs> Trump and his wife both tested positive. Mm. Um, I know Melania hates her life. <laughs> you know, she was a male order bride, so, you know. You... Did you see her after the debate, man? She would <laughs> hold his hand. Yeah. <laughs> she was knocking his hand away like, She's please. always knocking his hand away. Yeah. Please stop touching me. And they catch it every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's enough politics, though. You know. Yeah. Fuck Trump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come shut us down because I'm saying that too much. <laughs> I dare them. <laughs> Your mamas. <laughs> hey, if you listen to the show, promote it. And make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram. Hey, yo, listen, fam. That's right. And on Facebook. Hey, yo, listen to this fam podcast. And make sure you're, you know, sharing this with everybody. Um, let's go ahead and talk about DeBrett and Lisa Ray. Now, Fox Soul, if you don't know, it's a, like a streaming network, like a black. It's like Fox in the 90s. You know, it was it was really black. Uh, so now it's like they're taking that to a streaming service. And they started off kind of, you know, kind of, kind of rocky, but now they've really like been coming into their own. Especially this show, Cocktails with Queens, uh, hosted by Claudia Jordan, and okay, Claudia Jordan and Vivica Vivica A. Fox, Lisa Ray, uh, Lisa Ray McCoy, and Selena Johnson. Who Selena Johnson made sure she dropped, she got her another show. She moved from Sister Circle straight mm-hmm. to Cocktails with Queens, and this is really doing. I think it might be doing better than what Sister Circle was. Um. It might be, yeah. Because they just they they. Tr- I think they have a better dynamic. Yeah, they on do, this and they one trend too. a lot more because of stuff yeah. that Lisa Ray says or Claudia Jordan says most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes difficult, but I think yeah, I think they I think they work well together. I like mm-hmm. to watch the show, um, and I like that it's not on television and it's on a streaming service. I mean, it's on like you you well Fox Soul the app, and it's also on YouTube because it's uncensored. So they get to like really like cuss and go there. That's like, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear the cuss and I don't want anything bleeped out. And so one time they actually started trying to clean it up and started bleeping stuff out. Mm -hmm. And I commented, go back to the original format. I want to hear the cuss words. (laughs) And a couple episodes after that, they went right back to the original format. I think that they heard me. That's what I'm going to say. They heard me. Okay. (laughs) That's what it was. Well, we're glad you got the curses back. Thank you. Um, But you got, you got a clip, clip pulled up of what, Oh yeah, um, I was just gonna play a clip of uh, Lisa Ray's reaction. So just to kind of give you guys a little bit of uh, context. Um, So the other day, uh, last week actually, it was Lisa Ray's birthday. And so she was doing her show. um, Cocktails with Queens. Cocktails with Queens. And so they was like, hey, we got a surprise guest that wanted to say happy birthday to you. And so it was the brat. And the brat pops up. And so Lisa Ray gets all emotional. She's just like, hey, the I know. The brat is her sister, by the way, if you didn't know. Yep. A lot of people didn't know. I knew, but a lot of people did So, yeah, that's her sister. And she's just like, yeah, um, I've been distanced, but I haven't because I haven't talked to my sister in a little while. So, you know, I just wanted to reach out to her, let her know I love her. Happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. So uh, this was Lisa's response. And I just did not want to just hear it from the blogs and from the interviews of people asking me questions. And I didn't know what to say because I didn't hear it from you. And I got to see it someplace else. And so I'm hurt. That's what I am. It's all love, though, Mama. Y'all can talk about it, you know, now. It's all good. But I think that y'all should, like, you know, pick up the phone and holler at each other. Don't let no yeah, more time pass. Okay, well, baby, try again. 
know what? I think y'all need I'm in the wait. I'm in the waiting zone. So I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm cool. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. It's all good, girl. You know how. What's she, that? Y'all talk. What's that? You're not in, like, the waiting zone. Why, why I'm not? <sighs> oh, don't ruin your birthday, L. Ray. Come on. No, 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 because everything else is playing out. You know what I mean? Via Instagram, via blogs, via all of that. Because what I'm finding out is all through that way. I'm not finding out nothing and shit personally. So I, I guess my place is not what I thought it was. That's not true. That's not true. So I'm going to stop it right there. I'm going to say that wasn't even the the worst part of it. No, yeah, I'm going to get to that part. But um, I just thought like as the tension was building, Mm -hmm. I felt like the ladies were kind of making it worse while they were trying to de-escalate. It's kind of like you have a friend. You know your friends, right? Mm -hmm. You know their temperament. Mm -hmm. And some people... You know that when they get to a place, they just in that place and you're just going to have to ride that coast. Because the more you try to get them out of that place, the more it agitates the situation, mm-hmm. right? So clearly, that is what was happening. And it was like, these chicks was not catching them cues <laughs> at all. And, in, in, and now, you know what I'm saying? So and because they wouldn't catch those cues, that's when... She ended up, her energy ended up changing. Yeah. She had to, like, if y'all not going to listen, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all what I'm really feeling. So happy and so vibrant. That right there is a blessing to be able to stand in that. That right there is what I believe in. That's what I talk about. That's what I envision. And so for that right there, I will say, have at it. And I love you. Like, I appreciate you coming out and, and, and verbally saying, happy birthday to me this kind of way. Because I damn sure ain't heard from you in months. Okay, so, you um, know, you guys are both celebrities, and a lot of times the problem, that's why I'm not trying to say that much, is other people making shit worse and saying stuff. I think y'all needed this moment, and and to say what y'all have to say at the end of the day. I would, I would say thank you, queens, for allowing and making it happen, because I'm not sure how long it would have been. What it's been like, what almost like a since what? Hey, hey, like stop, baby, don't fuck what y'all saying. I don't give a fuck what y'all saying Ooh. at all. Y'all don't know shit at all. She do, you do, you do. Yeah, it got real. What I you was like, real. yo, <laughs> y'all. I mean, Lisa Ray is a real one. The thing, thing about Lisa Ray, she's not somebody who's just gonna be fake for for TV. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be real who she really is. And the brat knows that because the brat's been with her all her life. Bruh, so you see her face the whole yeah, time when them was chicks down. was trying to talk about, <laughs> like trying to get Lisa to kind of come around. Brad was sitting there like she's not gonna hear that shit. I know my yeah. sister. <laughs> but what I didn't like was that uh, the brat's fiance. She's not married yet, or did she get fiance. married? Fiance. Yeah, fiance, uh, Big Booty Judy, I can't remember her real name, but Big Booty Judy, she was out here um, posting stuff on social media, like kind of subliminally towards Lisa Ray. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that because it's like the Brad check your fiance because this is between y'all. Right. And she's new. Just Like Lisa Ray hadn't even really met her yet. And uh, Ooh. Uh, Big Booty Judy has a, has a you know a questionable past as well because she had uh, been getting over on people, um, making them sign deals so she can get paid and 
I forgot it's it's this little kid on social media. He's uh he has a big following. He's a black kid, James something. Um, mm -hmm. but she act like allegedly had got him signed some kind of deal, and it was a bad deal, and she's making money off of him. But his mom came out and said how you know she made him basically sign a bad deal. She tricked him into signing a bad deal so she can get money, and you mm. know <clears throat> it's like you know clean your own doorstep before you start trying to. Talk about somebody else, whatever. I mean, you know, make sure you get your pads together. No way. And you know, write your own. That's what she did. Yeah, she was just like, it was something like, I forgot. I wish I had pulled up the post, uh, but y'all can go ahead and find it. Uh, but she, uh, she was basically saying how we're we're above this, or whatever, and she didn't really say anything directly towards Lisa Ray, but it was just like her, her, you could tell who it was mm -hmm. directed towards. And I'm like, you don't know who Lisa Ray is. Lisa Ray will fuck you up. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. You may have some weight on her, but I mean, Lisa Ray can fight. <laughs> you can you can just tell that in her voice she can fight. <laughs> uh, no, and in her demeanor. A, she's just a no nonsense type of um woman. But I will say this though, um I felt I felt Lisa's pain. I know everybody was kind of jumping on her like, oh, you should have did that to your sister, mm. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but if if you understood what type of relationship they had, just like that's what she said, you know. They don't know mm -hmm. what we got going on, but right. you do. So I think that, you know, people need to, first of all, mind their business. Yeah. Uh, stop telling people how to respond and, re and, and react to certain things and their, their people. Because I hate to hear people say, oh, that's your family. And? Right. So what family they get a pass, they get to get it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they can act a damn muck in my life, and I'm just supposed to just take it and not say anything because they family. Mm. Like, nah, nigga, that's not how. None of this gonna work. So the, the energy you give me is the energy I'm gonna give you back. Exactly. Period. Um, this is a bonus topic. I'm just gonna move in because I meant to kind of talk about it, but we're just gonna kind of. Talk, I, don't, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this person on the show, Jaguar Ray. Yeah, we talked yeah, about her we last did, week. We did, okay. But we got to talk about some more stuff that just developed over the past week. Oh, God. Um, I'm starting to, she's starting to come off like a yeah, real messy person. Yeah, she, she really, she really, like, I was with her at first when she was talking about the roots and comment and all, but now it just seemed like you just, like, you're just bitter. Yeah. Um, and it's starting to get annoying because it's like, you're a singer, you have a, you know, a beautiful voice, but you're out here being known more for your, your rants and being better than your music and your talent. And um, she probably mad because her career never popped. Yeah, I, I, that's what it's, that's what's coming across as. Um, so she had, I'll talk about two uh, interviews that happened. Um, I don't know what's going on here, okay. So I saw an interview that she had did, because when she, when she first started coming out, I was like watching every interview because I wanted to hear everything she had to say. Mm -hmm. But now I just stopped watching because I just like, it's just too much. But I remember her doing this interview with this, uh, these people in Dallas because she lives in Dallas now. And she was talking about Tevin Campbell and she was saying how basically he was selling himself on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. She was like, how does somebody go from having a voice like that that was pretty much going to be like a legend in in the game mm -hmm. and you go to selling your body on Hollywood Boulevard? And so Tevin Campbell has actually responded um, mm -hmm. weeks later, but he responded and he said, he actually tweeted uh According to at Jaguar, right? So he he tagged her. Mm -hmm. I was a sex worker on Hollywood Boulevard. It's called online defamation. Do not test T-E-V-I-N. My lawyer is on deck. I would take the YouTube video down if I were you. My past is well documented and I've learned from it and I own it. 
I will not tolerate anyone telling lies about me online. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for any damn thing. God don't like ugly and ain't too crazy about pretty. Wait, did he just call her ugly in the church way? <laughs> nice, nasty way. Right. And then secondly, first of all, <laughs> I just can see Tevin be like, this is Tevin Kim. You ain't got to play with me, bitch. No. <laughs> now, the thing is, Tevin... He was not. A, he did not sell himself on, on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. However, he th there are you know court documents out there you can find. He uh, solicited. solicited mm -hmm. uh, was it blowjob? I don't know. How to say, I mean, I, fellatio. <laughs> fellatio. I was gonna say PC, but we uncensored over here. He, he, <laughs> he solicited head from a police officer, undercover police officer, and uh, mm -hmm. I guess he got locked up for that. Yeah. Um. And so that was actually somebody had put up that was from a, a ninety some a Jet magazine like in the nineties that had that had run that story. Um, so he, you know, she came out and said that she had the, the story mixed up and said he was a sex worker. He wasn't a sex worker. He solicited some work from like he, who he thought was like an escort or prostitute or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then another thing she said that ja not Jasmine Sullivan, <laughs> Summer Walker, I don't know how I'm thinking about Jasmine for some reason, but Summer Walker, she had said that she can tell by, uh, Summer ja Walker. Yeah. She, uh, Jasmine, damn. Jaguar. Jaguar. That's what I'm saying. Jaguar. Jaguar said that White. Jaguar right. Uh -huh. She said that Summer Walker has been touched. She can tell by her demeanor. And it's just like, you just act like you're some kind of some witch or fortune teller or someone. You can just look at somebody and tell they've been touched. And that's what she was saying, that she could tell. Just, I can look at someone and tell they've been touched. And so Summer Walker came out and said, I've never been touched. And uh, something like this lady is crazy and, and keep my name out your mouth or something like that. Um, but just recently, you know, she had said that. Mary J. Blige is a, a lesbian, lesbian undercover. Yeah. And then she's also said that Diddy was getting head from, uh, what was his name? Christopher Williams. Christopher Williams. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I saw that interview. And I mean, there's always been speculations about Diddy back in the day, you know. No spec. Everybody know. <laughs> well, I wasn't there, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know unless I got Listen, if right somebody's been saying something about you for the last 20 years, the I mean, chances it, are it might. It might be, it but might that means it's not true. Hey, you gotta have listen. proof. If somebody starts a rumor, they just keep going for decades, decades. Don't have. But how proof. long it took us to believe that Whitney was smoking crack? Like I it mean, took, we, had, we had proof. It, no, it took us a minute. Right, but we had proof. I don't, Even I've never when seen she any... came out on stage and she looked just like the pole she was singing right, into. Right. But I still, I, I, I know I was in denial. I was like, nope, not my Whitney. <laughs> oh no, I believed it. I believed it. I was like, but nope, she just I tired. I have not seen actual proof. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and I probably would never find proof of Diddy sleeping with men or whatever. But she... I mean, Somebody I going to drop that tea. Somebody, I mean, I'm, he, of course, would have some NDAs out there, you know? I'm sure he some does. Some tight seal NDAs. I'm sure he does, but I think I'm th I think the guys that he kind of romped with is probably guys who will want the NDA stuff in, in some place, Some people too. who got something to lose. Right, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think he's... He's pretty clever in that way. He's like, look at um, remember the dude that used to carry his his umbrella? Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Bentley. Fon Fonsworth. No, Bentley. Fonsworth. Fonsworth Bentley. Yeah. Yeah, Fonsworth Bentley. But he went on and got married and got like kids. Yeah, I know. He was he he guest starred on um. Remember the real preachers of Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta okay. and LA but he was on the one in um Atlanta oh, okay I didn't watch those shows but okay cause he's I guess he's all religious and in, in church and stuff now <laughs> yeah I, I thought they like, were messing around too back in the day bro <laughs> okay 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she uh, of course she talked about Jill Scott too, and Jill Scott actually finally came out and said something. She was pretty much saying that lions don't turn around when the little dog is barking. Mm. Something like that, and then she tagged the people. That oh yeah, she said Jill stole music, music from mm-hmm. her, and she said she stole her style. She started oh yeah, doing stole her style. Her style. On, um, she started doing her style on stage, um, and then Jill tagged the people that Jaguar had been talking about. So Common, The Roots, uh, Erica Badu, Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. and somebody else, and she was saying, you know, you know, step into the light or something like that, like just. Like vibrate higher or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's really making Jaguar look very uh, petty and, and bitter. Well, that right. she is. Yeah. All right. So I didn't look much into the story, but apparently Takashi Six Nine had overdosed. He's still alive, but he, <laughs> he overdosed, and he said he's been having a bad year, according to what is this AllAboutLabs.com. Wait, no, he um. He overdosed on weight loss pills in... Oh, you got more information? Okay. It was weight loss pills and something else. It wasn't like a like a regular drug. Okay. It was something, um, you, some dietary stuff. Hmm. Well, mm-hmm. he overdosed on it and uh, he, I'm guessing he's good now. Um, but he's, he's been having a bad year because his album did not do well, which I'm glad it didn't because, you know, he's another... Junior Fifty Cent. And I just mm-hmm. I can't stand the pet and it's like that. Just mm-hmm. so he's that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, he's a clown. So trolls is a <laughs> good fit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then speaking of trolls, I won't even bring him up. But it just brought it to my mind. Uh, Tory Lanez has just been out here like living his best life recently. Like he's like out and proud. He's going to the clubs and all yeah, that stuff I now. Yeah, I saw the little video of him in the club looking yeah. all little. <laughs> It's like, look at that little man. <laughs> but then uh, Meg Thee Stallion, she dropped her video uh, with Young Thug, Don't Stop, and a single. Uh, and it has, uh, she was on uh, SNL. Saturday yeah. Night She was Live. on Saturday Night Live, hosted by Chris I Rock. I did watch it. And uh, they say that she had a, like one of the highest performances. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because she had a very good. controversial uh, mm-hmm. performance when she was like talking yeah. about uh, black people. And Daniel and um, Cameron. Daniel Cameron. That bitch ass. Yeah. She called him Mofo. out. Um, you know, so it's nice to use your platform to mm-hmm. get people together. Uh, yeah, she got him all the way together. <laughs> now, if we can get somebody to get that hairline together, <laughs> then maybe he would come kind of in alignment well, with his people. Somebody showed a picture of him sitting in a chair at Supercuts, and that explains everything because <laughs> he's going to get his hair cut by them. Super- that explains why his hairline looks the way Bruh. it looks. Oh. <laughs> Going to supercuts, sir. Here, this. And it was a white woman that was cutting his hair, so I was just what like, "What a shocker!" Makes sense. Um, and then real quick, um, I know I just be throwing stuff out here, but it's just like it pops in my head. I'm like, I got ADD <laughs> or some shit. I just want to just a quick little rant on this this voting. I know we've been, we've been preaching about it, and I'm gonna sound mm-hmm. hypocritical. But I will be so glad when this shit is over because I mm-hmm. I feel like this year has just been the most I've ever been bombarded with stuff for voting. I feel like I'm being harassed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just everywhere. Y'all niggas are calling my phone, texting my phone. I ain't never had this before. Don't text me. I know what I'm. I'm a vote. I voted every time since I've been eligible to vote. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna vote. 
Stop fucking texting me. Stop calling me. Stop sending me all this shit in the mail. I don't need all this shit. I got it. Yo, when What's I tell you Tom Tillis is breaking the bank. Listen, I'm going to add him in the mail every, every fucking week. Every day. Almost. Nigga, I'm not going to vote for you. Uh, definitely not. No. Definitely Even though the not. other candidate, he, uh, has, he's, well, he's up with some, like, some sexual uh, misconduct. Yeah, he's, I mean, listen, man. But I'm still voting for him. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. I'm not voting for Tom yeah. Tom, <laughs> Tom ass need to go. Because Tom <laughs> is part of that whole voter um, suppression yeah, he is. Um, thing. So, and fuck Tom. he cares Tom. more about money. Yeah. Um. Tom, oh, and Tom's been stealing money. Mm-hmm. It was a story that was out in um in the news a couple of years ago. Um, he was under investigation for misappropriated funds, and um, mm-hmm. that story went away. You didn't hear nothing else about it. But um, Tom Punk ass got COVID anyway. Yeah, Cal Cunningham could shoot somebody, and I would be. <laughs> I still would vote for him over Tom Tillis. Absolutely. He got my vote. <laughs> and Tom Tillis, if you didn't get here earlier in the show, he uh, tested positive for COVID as well. Yep. So, fuck him. All the so way. I, I heard somebody say, and I, I would never wish death on anybody, <laughs> but the, the amount of people that's been coming out wishing death on Trump is just crazy. Yo, um, I saw that Twitter was um, basically um, suspending people accounts yeah, they are. for anybody who wished death upon him. That shows you how much has been happening for Twitter to come out and make a statement <laughs> like that. I, I saw somebody say, I hope his lungs collapse. <laughs> and I, I tried not to laugh. <laughs> but was, like, y'all are brutal. Even I don't want to, I don't want the man to die. I nah, mean, everybody's trying to wish him death. I mean, he just needs to get what he deserves, but I, I yeah. don't wish death on him. No, I ain't wishing him death, but if he die, I ain't gonna be sad. No, I ain't sending prayers up for me. You'd be like, so <laughs> Trump died. Okay, well, what are we having for dinner? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Like, Did no you play my cares. numbers like I asked? Exactly. You <laughs> just fucking declared war on our asses a day ago, and I'm supposed to feel bad for you? Not gonna happen. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thoughts and prayers. That's what they say, right? Yeah, I can't no, no. I like what I like what Chris Rock said in his monologue. Oh, what, see, I didn't see SNL. What did he say? He said, um, "I could go back and watch that." He said, "Real quick, I'm not gonna, you know, you know, this comedy, you know, um, I'm not gonna, you know, try to make any jokes about the president." Um, he said, "But Trump has COVID, and I just wanted to say is that my heart goes out to COVID." Oh yeah. <laughs> I did see a clip. I mean, not a, I did see the first uh, sketch they did because mm-hmm. they, I have the Peacock app, which if you don't know, it's like CBS a streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was able to see that first sketch where they did the uh, the debate, the presidential debate, and they had Jim Carrey Jim, playing. Yo, Jim, Jim Carrey was is hilarious, brilliant. First that, of all, what's his name that plays uh, Trump all the time? Um, gosh, um. I, I know you're talking it. about, but he does but, an excellent job. Yes, because yeah. my son said, "Is that yeah. Trump?" I was like, "No, that's the guy that plays him. He uh, yeah. does such a great job. He <laughs> oh, nails God, it every I time." I don't remember his name, but yeah, he did. They both did a great job. It was so hilarious. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I was, yeah. I knew it was something Baldwin or something. Like I couldn't remember. <laughs> but yeah, he does a great yeah, job. Yeah, he got that joint nailed. And, and then uh, what's the name? God. I can't remember anybody's name, but she played Kamala, and she actually oh, won yeah. an Emmy for that uh, for playing Kamala before. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And she yeah she won a couple of Emmys this year. We just talked about her like last week or so when we were talking about the Emmys. Oh, she okay. won a couple this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she did a great job. Like she really has Kamala's voice like down pat. She does. Um, so and yeah. her mannerisms. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing more of those. Um, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, um. Jim Carrey is one of my favorite comedians yes, of he, all time. 
I still love him. Like Fire Marshal Bill yeah. is a classic character. So I'm so excited yeah. that he joined the cast because sometimes SNL is a hit or miss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, did he join the cast or he's just special for that? He's 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 joined the cla- cast specifically to play Joe. Oh, okay. So he's so, just going to do that and no other Yeah. Character. So he'll be there for a while. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's good because Joe's going to be president. So, I mean, he's always going to be coming back. Um, yeah. Yeah, but- Jim Carrey is one of my favorite comedians as well. Dumb and Dumber is one of my top five films. That's one movie I can watch over and over and over again. And I mm. have the movie. And I go watch it every day. <laughs> I just love that film. And I love that yeah. Lion King, you know, some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coming to America. No, you know, my favorite film from him is um, um, The Grinch. The he Gr- is The Grinch he, all I have. Day. I saw that movie in theaters when I was a kid. I bought the DVD, bought the Blu-ray, all that. He is, there is nobody else that can play The Grinch. No one. And they tried to do it a couple years ago, the animated shit. It was it not. Was I didn't even finish mm-hmm. watching it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just, but you, you, once you got Jim Carrey playing it, you can't top it. So you should just let him right there. Unless you had him come back and play the animated version as well. And I'm telling you, that that's kind of me and my son's um, ritual for Christmas every year. Mm-hmm. That's when you know, like, it's everything. You do something with your family. You're like, oh, okay, it's that time of the yeah. year. It kind of gets you the mood. That's our movie. Okay. That's our Christmas. So we watch that every year. Speaking of movies, we got to um, get into a movie section. Um, there is a movie that I need to talk about, and I'm trying to pull it. Uh, is this it right here? Jingle? Yeah, 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 this is it. Okay. So there is a, a film coming out to Netflix. Um, it's a black Christmas film starring Forrest Whitaker, Felicia Rashad. Uh, who else is in here? Uh, Anika Noni Rose, Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, it's called Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Story. And it's going to be coming to Netflix I believe next month. Um, it's like a black Christian film and it's directed, written and directed by uh, David E. Talbot. He's done a lot of stage plays back in the day. Well, not even back in the day. He did uh, First Sunday, the film First Sunday with um, Ice Cube and Cat Williams. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, it's, it's a black, blackity black <laughs> Christmas film. And it, it's like, it, lo- it really has a budget. So it really looks good. Like, you know, the way uh, we're talking about Jim Carrey, the Grinch, mm-hmm. the way the Grinch had that budget and everything looked nice. This is how that looks, but on the black side. And it just, it's, it's, it's so great that we're finally starting to see black films being made with big budgets and they're actually taking the time to get stories written for black people and it's not just negative stuff. Um, so this is going to be a movie that I think kids can look forward to seeing uh, year after year, possibly be a classic. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so, because um, I think for me, just for me, mm-hmm. um, the most decent black Christmas movie for me was this Christmas. Yes, that was a good one. That was that probably was the last one. one I was like, okay, because everything else after was kind of like, yeah, because they had that one. <laughs> what was the one that uh, Carrie Hilson was in? Um, and. Almost Christmas. Carrie Hills was in it. I didn't Mo- watch it. Monique was in it. It was, uh, it was decent. It was, was it? decent. Yeah. No, no, no. Wait. Is that the one when um, Carrie Hilson was in it? Yeah. I just said Carrie. You did? Okay. Because <laughs> you know just what? Said I was thinking Carrie Washington <laughs> okay. when you said that. And I was just like, wait. You just said that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she Listen, it. don't judge me. I'm not. not I'm, I'm, that's the last time I'm going to judge you tonight. Thank you. I don't. I don't want to be judged. Uh, but Jingle Jangle, uh, it comes out November thirteenth on Netflix uh, exclusively. So, if you haven't seen the trailer for that, check it out. It's it looks really good. 
Um, so yeah. Um, and do we have any other movies that are going to be coming out recently? I don't think we do. Did we talk about um the craft? We did not. We did not. Okay. We, well, we definitely need to talk about yeah, that. Should, it is yeah, because yeah. Halloween yes. month. What day does it come out again? Because it's oh, coming the out thirtieth. Right. Let me, let me pull up. I could be lying. Pull up. Let me see the craft legacy. And it's going to be coming out. Release date. Here we go. It's coming out October 28th. October 28th. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm two days off. Um, And so a lot of people were saying, well, I won't say a lot of people. That's just something I just typically say a lot of people. But people were saying that um, <laughs> that they should have brought the originals back and had them like be in their 40s or whatnot, 40s and 50s versus having these new young girls. But how would they have made that work, though? Because it was kind of like a teenage movie. It was, but I guess if the teenagers who watch it, they have all grown up now. So, would the young teens really know much about the career? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, guess I don't know what what people do in their household, but I mean, yeah. my son watch all the old goodies. Right. So by the but time I, he gets to our age, he'll be well um, yeah. equipped. But I, I mean, as far as storyline is concerned, because she at the end she took. All of their powers. She was the all-powerful mm-hmm. one. She was. The other one went to the crazy house. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like, what would have been the storyline for them? She got, the way it concluded. She got out of the crazy house. Um, but didn't the one who took all the powers, didn't she die? They, they killed her? No. Oh, she didn't die? Mm-mm. I thought she died. Okay. No. they Remember they pretended like her father was dead? I do they that try much. To, they, I... try to, they staged uh, news Clipping to make it look like her father died in a car, uh, uh, air, uh, airplane accident. Sorry, guys, I had a had a brain fart there. But um, so her father, everything was pretty much copacetic at the end for her. Mm-hmm. And then when the girls remember they came to her house at the end, right after they did the fight, and they mm-hmm. came over there to apologize. The two girls, the the black girl and the girl that had the bad skin. Right. Yes, which was uh, and they were basically like, "Hey, um, you know, sorry about that whole trying to kill you thing." Um, by the way, do you have any powers? And <laughs> then, um, I guess she kind of uh, brushed off the question. And when they were walking off, they slyly said, "Yeah, that's what I thought. She doesn't have any powers." And then she overheard them, and she made a, a branch fall down in front of them, made them fall to the ground. Mm. And that's how it ended. Okay. Right? Yeah, so, I, I couldn't remember all that. I remember like... Bro, because when I tell you that was my movie, I, I watched that joint <laughs> I see. so many I remember times. like, so, like I remember uh, Nev Campbell when she had her skin and they would like use the, the magic word not to get the, her yeah. skin back to normal. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember like a lot of it, but yeah, not like you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but The Craft Legacy will be available on October 28th. Was um, it streaming? That's what I'm trying to figure out because it says video on demand. I'm guessing that's Amazon Prime, maybe, but it's going to mm. be available for a 48 hour rental period at 19.99. What? And with a 24.99 digital retail purchase. So I guess you can purchase it for 24.99, or you can rent it for 19.99. If you're going to rent it, you might as well just go ahead and purchase it. For right. More. First of all, I'm not renting <laughs> nothing for twenty dollars. So let's just go ahead yeah. and talk about that. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, they had Mulan on Disney Plus for uh, thirty dollars, and that shit's still up there. It is. And but I they, ain't. They saying it do, it's doing well now. They saying now it's doing well. At first they were saying it wasn't doing well. Now it is. 
Child, please. Nobody's, well, y'all go ahead and pay that $30 <laughs> rental fee, but I'm no. not paying $20, $30 to rent a movie. I mean, $4.99 is my cutoff. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do $7.99. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I'll give you up to $9.99. I'll give I you that. I don't even know I'll about all that. that. For a 24 hour rental? 48, 48 hours. 48 hours? Nah. I'm going to need the whole month, my guy. <laughs> and yeah. by the way, Mulan, if you didn't want to pay the $30, you can't wait until December 4th. I think it is. It's going to be on Disney Plus. So you can watch it. It's already it. up there on Disney I mean, Plus. no, it's going to be for free, though. Oh. They, so they, it's three months from the day it came out. They said it, it's going to be released December 4th, I want to say, and it'll be on the regular Disney Plus, not the premiere. Ciao. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to put any other movies up there on Disney Plus, like mm-hmm. on that premiere side, because I hadn't heard anything about it. But I know they were just trying to make, make that money back from Mulan. Um, I guess. So, yeah. So, that, since we are talking about let's go ahead and get into our main topic. Because uh, we've been we've been talking tonight. We've been talking. Yeah. It's been good, though. Y'all been loving it. I know you've been enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, guys, thank you for tuning in every yeah. week when we drop an episode. Um, we've been seeing the um, the analytics. Yes. And, I mean. Growing. Y'all have been yeah. more, more and more... Uh, What's the word I'm going to say? Not communicative, not engaging. not talking, engaged. There we go. See, <laughs> you've been more engaging with us. Yeah, and we <laughs> and totally we like appreciate you guys. Yeah, y'all been sharing so stuff too and like tagging. I appreciate it. I know I, we all appreciate it. I'm just saying me specifically, I appreciate it as well. Yeah, for um, real. Hey, man. Um, before we jump into the the um the main topic tonight, uh, make sure you guys head on over. To our Instagram page, which is Ayo Listen Fam, A Y O L I S T E N F A M. Yes, and go under one of our posts and say Happy fiftieth and of um no I'm episode. sorry episode <laughs> Happy fiftieth <50th. laughs> anniversary. But well, if I go to our yeah. most recent post, the post about tonight where we're talking about the movie we're reviewing Bones, and just say. Thank you. I'm going to thank you. A happy, happy 50th anniversary. I'm about to say anniversary as well. Yeah, it's my anniversary. <laughs> Do you know what today, today is? It's our 50th episode. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? This is why we do podcasting and not a singing group. It's, well, yeah, but you know. yeah. Yeah, we, if y'all could go ahead and do that for me, that, that would be so yeah. great. So. All right. So we ready for the main topic. Bones, Bones. 2001. This film is on Tubi. If you haven't seen it, you can go and see it now. But spoiler alert, we're going to give you all spoilers throughout this review. Um, Bro, if you ain't seen this film by now, then you deserve all these spoilers. (laughs) I I had seen it on BET like back in the day, but I didn't like see it in its entirety. I saw a majority Mm -hmm. of it. So I actually saw it today and saw all of it. Um, Wow. Because when I saw it back in the day, I I had a completely different storyline from what I saw today. <clears throat> I thought nah, that it was I something remember, different. Yeah, because again, I love horror movies, and that's all I used to love watching growing up. Horror movies, <laughs> slave movies, and gangster movies. Those were my three <clears throat> favorite. Favorite. I mean, I love documentaries too, but those are my three go tos. But um, yeah, so I did watch it, and, and, and this is probably during that span of time i ain't gonna say probably it was during that span of time when black cinema was not doing well in the horror genre mm. at all yeah it definitely was you with like, the special effects yeah man it was Listen, bad that blood was, was a step above ketchup Bruh, a, a step above ketchup i mean 
<laughs> Yo, it was terrible. But go ahead, go ahead. Go All ahead. right. So the synopsis. 20 years after his death, a local legend and benefactor returns as a ghost to avenge who killed him and restore his neighborhood. All right. So the film opens up with a man running from a dog, or what appears to be a dog, and he shoots the dog, but the dog doesn't appear to be affected. Um, and then these white guys, Jason, and they don't say the other guy's name, um, but they go to get some, it looks like some kind of drugs from these black guys mm -hmm. that we find out later in the film are working for a guy named Eddie Mack, somebody who did Jimmy Bones, Snoop Dogg's character wrong in the film mm -hmm. back in the 70s. Um, <clears throat> so they hear, so they, they, they give him the money to go get the drugs, but they make the white guys go get the drugs themselves from this, is it an abandoned church, it looks like? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of dilapidated type of church um, because they're not going in there. They know what's in there. Um, so they go and get the drugs and they, they it seems like it's an easy job. Um, and then they are trying to get out and they start seeing demons and whatnot. And the thing they did that pissed me off was they got outside, right outside the house, the door's still open and they just sitting there celebrating outside in front of the church or rather, um, with the door open and it's pitch black in there. So you can't see what's behind you. You don't celebrate right there. You get off the steps, walk far away from the, the church and then you celebrate, mm -hmm. but they celebrate right there. And then the demons pull them back into the house and kill them. Um, mm -hmm. And so it flashes to 1979, and we see Snoop in the car. He's this uh, music artist, music artist, I guess, and uh, he's known for having a switchblade with him. And so he's just like, was he a music artist? Oh, I thought it was. They said he was some kind of like a, a local legend, so maybe I just assumed he was a music artist. I thought he <laughs> was like, I thought he was like. I hit one of the um, oh, okay. buttons on it, and it played one of those. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, shit. So I thought he was like, you know, kind of like, um, like the neighborhood pusher. But he had did but, good for the community. But he did good for the okay, community. Well, maybe that's what it was. I just said local or legend. something like, or maybe he was a numbers runner or something like that. Like he did some kind of hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he wasn't a music artist. We, we made yeah, that I don't cleaner. think he was doing music. <laughs> I think he Snoop. was just. Uh, <laughs> Like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Let's. Um, does it? Did he say that? You're probably right. Because I just assumed. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, you see him basically. It's just like a bunch of different cuts of him back in the 70s with uh, Pam Greer's character, which I never got her name. She was always, like, they never one time said her name, not that I recall. So, I didn't get her name. But Pam Greer, um, she's in this film. And she plays his girlfriend from back in the day. Um. And so they uh, cut to current Pearl. day. Pearl's her name? Okay, Pearl. Okay, so they cut to the current day after they do this little montage of clips from him back in the day. Um, and people are pulling up to this dilapidated church and it looks like they're trying to turn it into a club. Um, and this is the character Patrick, which is played by Khalil Kane, um, and then some other people who are not famous like he is. And um, so he's... Telling them how he's gonna, this is gonna be the place that they're gonna turn into a club, and they, his friends are not really, you know, um, excited about it because they see how run down it looks and everything, and they don't see, they don't have the vision that he has. Um, so there's a white girl, I can't remember her name. I think she's his sister, which I guess it was like a Brady Bunch type of thing where her mom had her, and then his dad, who's played by Clifton Powell, had him, and so they just came together and like shared the kids. Um, 
Yeah, that was a weird dynamic. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so she runs in the house and there's this angry dog that um is there in the house, the church. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. church, house, club. I'm just, you know, if I'm I'm talking about that. Um, so she sees this dog and it's like growling at her, and then a, a demon comes behind her and she doesn't see it, but the dog sees it and it kind of calms him down. And the, once the, the demon leaves, he starts growling again and she feeds him her burger and the dog's like kind of cooling on her side it seems like mm-hmm. and so she decides to name the dog uh, Bones and she keeps it um, and so the black guys that are selling those the those drugs to those white people in the beginning they mm-hmm. go to meet with their leader uh, played by Nate played by Ricky Harris R.I.P. to him um, he plays a character named Eddie Mack mm-hmm. um, and so they're telling him how they had stole this Viper car from the white guys. Mm-hmm. And, and so Eddie Mac tells them, so you stole this uh, and, and then you killed him. And they were like, no, we didn't, we didn't kill him. And he was like, man, everybody heard the screams all around the, the, you know, the town. Mm-hmm. But those, those were demons that, of course, killed them, two white guys. But he thinks that they're lying and that he thinks that, that his guys really killed him. Um, so he sends them away. Mm-hmm. So now the white girl, her name is Tia, by the way. Yeah, Tia. So Tia, she uh goes to talk to her dad, who is Clifton Powell. Uh, and he doesn't like dogs, and we'll <laughs> find out later on why. Um, and when he finds out the name of the dog, they he has a flashback mm-hmm. to uh, the time that he was running around with Jimmy Bones. Mm-hmm. Um, his, uh, Clifton Powell's name is uh Jeremiah, by the way. Um, and so. About the mont the, the the flashback scene that they showed, it looks like Jimmy is somebody who either wanted to get at uh I mean Jeremiah is somebody who wanted to get at Jimmy mm-hmm. or he uh just was like envious of him. Um and so there's this white cop who's a bad or dirty cop named Al Lubavitch. Mm-hmm. Um and they show a brief scene of him him in the beginning as well. But he's somebody who wronged Jimmy Bones as well. Um and so Al goes to visit Jeremiah, um, and he tells him that he knows that he sold the building, the church. So mm-hmm. Jeremiah, he had sold this church, and uh, he he doesn't realize he actually sold it to um, his son. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's telling him, I know you sold the church, and Jeremiah's like, well, it's been 20 years since you know what happened at that church happened, and nobody knows anything. And so Al was like, you better hope that they don't trace it back to us. So you know they're working together, or they did something together. Mm-hmm. Um. So then it cuts to a dude listening to music on his bed on the bed in the uh church, club, whatever. First of all, the fact that they got this church cleaned up and laying and sleeping in it, and got these little bedroom sets yeah. all in it. I was <laughs> like, how the hell did y'all get this all set up so quickly? And ready to move in because, like, when they first came in, it looked like it was yeah, incomplete it was, it ruin. Was definitely run down. Yeah, I was like, the fuck. Like, how did? Okay, whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. What? No, I was just gonna say. Um. The movie itself. It had an interesting premise mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
I think like you t- like we touched on before, their CGI game was terrible. Yeah, but this is two thousand one, so we have to keep that into in, in mind as well. Like, but some of the stuff that they did was just some of it wasn't even really necessary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the whole dog bit that. That didn't even make any sense in itself because I'm like, was he the dog the whole time? I think he was. I think his spirit was like in the dog, and then as the dog, because as the dog started eating meat, that's when the body, like his body, started getting more flesh on it. Well, we'll talk about that later on, but I mean, but <clears throat> even before then, like when the girl, like before when when the dog was chasing the first person, mm-hmm. it was like, how long has this dog went out? Went without food, though. right? You know what I'm saying? Because wasn't he loose? Yeah, he was. I guess he um he kills. He was losing. I guess he's just been like killing people ever since. Uh, Jimmy Bones died. I don't. Know. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't, I thought that the whole dog bit was. Is it you got? Oh no, you good. Um. So getting back to the story now. Uh, so let's see where did I leave off at. Okay, the dude's listening to music on the bed in the church, and with his eyes closed, and like there's demons coming off of the wall. Um, I call it the soul wall because it's souls on the wall. Uh, and they get real close to him. Like he has, he must have his music up like loud as hell because he can't. And he has his eyes closed the whole time, but he's like really feeling this music, and he doesn't open his eyes to see anything around him. I'm like, first of all, you in this church. I'm not going to keep my eyes closed. I don't know what's going on. It already looks run down. I'm not keeping my eyes closed. But he kept his eyes closed as he listened to his music. And these demons are like real close to him to the point where they like they can touch him. Like they're right beside him. And then he hears something. And uh, is that what they say? When they say, yeah, they tell him to get out. And he opens his eyes because he hears that. And then he uh, he lays back down. And then they go to him and say, go, boy. And when he hears that, he gets up and he runs to the door. And that's when he runs into Patrick. But nah, he actually, they saw the yeah, face. Yeah, he saw Yeah, he saw the face, I think, on the ceiling. Of, yeah, bones. Yeah. Yeah. And so, then it cuts to Pam Greer's character. What did you say her name was? Pearl? Pearl. Pearl, yeah. So, she's a fortune teller. Uh, like I said, she used to date Jimmy Bones. And they do a flashback to her reading his uh, poem. Um, and so... He was supposed to have some meeting with uh, Al and Jeremiah and Eddie Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess about selling. They're trying to get him to like sell. Well, they're trying to be able to sell drug on his block, and he doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's trying to tell him to not go to this meeting because after she reads his his uh, poem, she sees she shows him his lifeline on his hand, and there's a line like going through his lifeline. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, so she's like, "That's a bad sign." I guess it's like something of death, a sign of death. So she tries to convince him not to go and tell him to come back to the, the you know, the house and stay with her for the night. And he was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna be good." Um. So it cuts back to current day, and there is they're back at the people are back at the church, and there is blood coming through the floor. Um, and they can they can feel a heartbeat as well. So they're trying to figure out what that is. So they go down to the basement to check it out. And then Bones, the dog, starts digging up and he digs up the bones. And they realize it's actually Jimmy Bones' body because mm-hmm. there's a switchblade in the chest and there's a diamond ring on his, uh, on his finger. And so um, 
Pearl's daughter, uh, Cynthia. She's in. When, this is when she was in her bed and she saw a spirit. No, no, she wasn't in her bed, but she she was uh, walking and she saw a spirit or some kind of demon in the house as well. Um, but they just kind of ignored it and moved on. And then mm-hmm. there's a Hispanic character named Maurice. He steals Jimmy's ring off of his uh the, his, off of the bones, and he steals the switchblade as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he does this, it kind of starts. You start seeing flesh come back to uh Jimmy's bones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Patrick and Bianca, the characters are kissing. Uh, apparently they like love interests of each other, but she sees something, but the camera never pans to it, and. She tells him to stop because they they were about to have sex, but she tells him to stop. Um, mm-hmm. This is also the same guy that was uh, that raped um, old girl and for color, color girls. girls. Yeah, I was so bad at him because <laughs> I'm like, yo, he was like one of my heartthrobs from the '90s. Like Khalil Kane is his name. Yes, yes. Um, so now it cuts to another scene of Bianca, and she is not <laughs> Bianca's her real name, Cynthia, and she's asleep. And uh, she thinks that Patrick is in bed with her, but it's not him. And he, and whatever's in the bed with her is like trying to, I guess, pull the clothes down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just cuts to like a, it's like back and forth, like going with her mom talking to the dead, and then it cuts back to her <laughs> in the bed. And now she's also now she's laying in a bed of blood, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like so much blood that she's kind of swimming in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Patrick, uh, well, so she, let's see, passed, so she wakes up from that, uh, and then it cuts to Patrick, and he surprises his dad by showing, bringing his dad, he brings his dad down to the, the church that he had bought, mm-hmm. um, and he didn't, he never told his dad that he had bought this church because he wanted to surprise him. So when his dad sees the church, he's like pissed off because he's like, I didn't want you to be, you know, we moved out of this neighborhood and only for you to come right back to this neighborhood. And he's mm-hmm. like, you need to give this place back. Or you need you need to sell it back and get rid of it. And um, that's basically because he knows that he and Eddie Mack and Al had killed Bones or Jimmy Bones back in that, that church back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it comes to the meeting, it says, you know, that back to the 70s and the meeting, the, the day that Jimmy Bones died, um, it was like I said because of the fact that he they wanted to sell drugs on the block and he didn't want that being done to his people, mm-hmm. um, and so he was against it. And then so when he said there was no deal, that's when Al, the white dirty cop, had pointed a gun to him and told him to try the product. He forced him to try the product, and so he tried the mm-hmm. product, and it kind of put him like he could tell that it was already like affecting his system, and he was trying to uh, use his switchblade to slice Al, but then Al shot him. And so this was not something that they had planned on doing. So everybody was like shocked in the room. And they was like, well, what do we do now? And so he was like, you know, everybody, you know, get the switchblade, basically cut him. Because if, if I'm going down, we all going down. It's going to be blood on all our hands. So he makes everybody in the room uh, slice uh, Jimmy Bones one time. And so Eddie Mac does it first. And then he has uh, Jimmy's security, I guess, slice him as well. And then Pearl, she comes to the room, and, or yeah, she comes to the room, but and sees that he had been shot, and so she has to slice him, but she slices him after um, Jeremiah Clifton Powell's character slices him. 
So they all slice or stab him. They all stab him one time, and then he dies. Um, and then it cuts back to present day, and mm-hmm. there is a party happening at the church now. They got they've got the church all cleaned up and everything. Mm-hmm. Got the DJ booth and all that stuff together, and they're having a party. And so Sin, she shows up to the club, and she doesn't let her mom know because her mom would not want her there. And Maurice is a Hispanic guy. He goes and he is, um, he sees this sexy woman in a, in a room by herself. And so he's talking to her and he walks up to her. And then when he gets, the closer he gets to her, he realizes it's some kind of demon or something. The demon kills him. Mm-hmm. And then the dog Bones comes to eat his body. And as it eats his body, uh, Jimmy's bones that are in the basement of the, of the church, they're actually getting more and more meat on it. Because every time the dog eats, Jimmy's body gets more meat on his bones. And mm-hmm. then he eventually comes back to life after he finishes finished eating uh, Maurice. Yeah. So Patrick goes looking for uh, Maurice and he finds Bones, the dog, eating him. And then Bones comes, he comes and spits a bunch of maggots into Patrick's face. Wait, before all of that, you skipped a little part. Okay. The dog starts talking. Yes, the dog did start talking. <laughs> And then they have like it was like, <laughs> like yo. it was Jimmy Bones' face on it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the dog started talking. Uh, I forgot what he said. I yeah, me too. It was something like I was like, yo, they I, need to knock this off right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so he spits a bunch of ma- the dog's bones spits up the dog named Bones spits mm-hmm. a bunch of maggots into Patrick's face, and then maggots start falling from everywhere in the ceiling, and everybody runs out to the party. Um and then, oh, yeah, that joint was gross. I was like, ew, it's in his mouth, <laughs> in his nose. Ew. I'd have been like, cut. Nope. No, um, cut. <laughs> <laughs> and so Patrick and Sin see Jimmy as they are running out um, because they're trying to run out of the building. And then they see um, Jimmy Bones. And then he has a switchblade and he throws it at him, but he misses him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they escape. And so, that's when her mom is outside, Pearl and all of them is outside, and she was like, if he wanted to kill you, he would have been killed you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sin finds out that Bones, Jimmy Bones is actually her father. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jimmy starts coming back. He comes back and he starts to kill the people that uh, had done him wrong back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he starts off with, uh, is it Eddie Mac was first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eddie Mac. Uh, Big perm. No, no, no. I'm wrong. It's the bodyguard. The bodyguard's first. Oh, yeah. So he goes. Yo, did you see? <laughs> that joint made me freaking laugh when he was sitting there begging for his life. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes to. So apparently, there's the old man in the beginning. He seemed homeless. He's uh the. That was his right hand man yeah, back that was in the right-hand day. Man. And he actually sat there and watched him. Yeah, and helped him um, kill him. And the so. rest of my notes are cut off here, so it looks like I'm just going to free free ball the rest. Not free ball. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoa, free ball, ladies and gentlemen. His balls are up. They're, no, my balls are tied down. I, I don't. I don't free they're ball. They're in the wraps. They. They. they <laughs> I, I make. I secure my balls. That's what There's I mean. no free balls <laughs> in the studio. Right I'm a freestyler. <laughs> is this what I meant to say? <laughs> oh man. Um. But yeah, so he goes after the the right hand man first, and uh, he slices him up, 
after he mm-hmm. begged for his life and saying I was forced to do what I had to do. And he was like, no, you could have died with me. Um, <laughs> Did you see how that nigga's crying on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like, he was so terrified he didn't want to do it himself. <laughs> and so he kills him. Then he goes to, to Eddie Mac next. But, yo, their freaking special effects makeup department needs to either go retrain. Again, I'm saying it's 2001, so I'm assuming by now they've they've retrained. It's almost 20 years. I hope so, because (laughs) that shit right there. Because, like, even when he was in that room, right, with with his um, old homeboy, Mm -hmm. and he's going to kill him. Well, when he did kill him. He hit him in the neck. Uh, yeah, I saw that part. I was like, did you see that damn mark? <laughs> it was a little mark, yeah. It was a little scratch. <laughs> a little I said, that nigga died from that. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. Somebody called Chalet. <laughs> right. What is happening here? We need an easy day back then. Yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, so yeah, he wants he goes to Eddie Mac next, and Eddie Mac has his uh his little white girl with him, Snowflake. Um, and she was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And then she goes to the bathroom and then Bones comes out and he starts to slice up the, the pool table and blood comes from that. Or like I said, a, a step above ketchup <laughs> comes from that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause he's like walking towards him yeah. with the freaking knife caught in the table. Like, yeah. yeah. And blood is just oozing out of the table. Um, and so... He kills him, and what he does is he keeps his head, and the head is still alive. Um, and he's like talking to him. <laughs> and I think I fell asleep on that part. <laughs> so yeah, because Eddie Mac, uh, he's walking down the street with Eddie Mac's head, and mm-hmm. Eddie was like, "Look, you killed me. You, you, you know, you, we, we even now. I killed you. You killed me. You know, and you gotta just keep walking around my head. And it's just ridiculous." <laughs> <laughs> so, and so um, he bumps his head against like the, a building. He's like, "Oh, really? You gonna bump my head against the building?" Um, and so they're going on to the white guy. Is it the white guy next? Yeah, the white guy, uh, Al Lubavitch, whatever, the dirty cop. And mm-hmm. so he gets him, he slices him up, and he cuts his head off as well. And now he's walking around with both Eddie Mac and Al's heads mm-hmm. as they're both just talking, talking heads, literally. <laughs> um, and so his next person in line is. Um, Jeremiah, Clifton Powell's character. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to the house and he has both of their heads with him and he and he's talking to him like, yo, like you're pretty much your next. And so mm-hmm. by this time it cuts to back to the scene of uh everybody else, Pam Greer, uh so Pearl, Patrick, Cynthia, and they're all coming to the house and they run in the house and they see something. And um you I was thinking maybe they saw you know, Bones or Jimmy Bones with the heads and with Jeremiah, but they see the glass has been broken in the house and there's like this green light coming from whatever. And so I guess they follow it to get to the church, which is back where Jimmy Bones is taking, you know, uh, Jeremiah. And so he tosses the two heads into the little soul wall and they're dead completely now. And then he just kind of pushes uh, Jeremiah's head in and out to see what's in there. <laughs> um, Yo, me. he looked like <clears throat> Pinky in that in that shot, right? He <laughs> was like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> and so, um, 
He's like begging for his life. And he's like, no, you know, I, I'll do anything or something like that. And so he's like, well, can you bring my life back? And he was like, well, no, I can't do that. So he tosses his whole body into that wall. And then I get what happened. Yeah, that's when all. The, he the, reveals himself to, to Pearl. Yes, because the, the gang all the comes up. and uh, I said with the breast. <laughs> yeah, wow. she, she has the breast. Uh, with <laughs> the dress. Yeah. So, yeah. So that the, the gang all comes there to the church looking for uh, Patrick's dad, Jeremiah. And the, they realize that Bones is, you know, Jimmy Bones is alive. And the only way to kill him is to, to burn the dress that uh, Pearl had on because it has a little bit of blood on it. And so they try to go burn that dress. Um, and she runs into... So they, they're going around the house and the elevator door opens. And so she, she walks in first and everybody tries to follow behind her, but it shuts, the door shuts and it sends her straight to whatever floor that Jimmy is on. And he's like talking to her and he was like, you know, stay with me. And um, I guess she's contemplating it. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's contemplating it. And so she uh, he puts the dress on her. He, he was like, I always love you in that dress. And then she kind of like spins around and she's in the dress. And while she's in, while he's talking to her, they're trying to find um, Patrick's dad, Jeremiah. And so they eventually run and they come face to face with Jimmy Bones as well. And so this is the first time that Cynthia is seeing her father. And so they dance together. And Patrick sees his father like in a mirror. And then it's like the little soul wall or whatever. And he's like, help me, help me. And so he tries to help him and he ends up cutting cutting an arm off. And what happened after that? Well, his dad, it, I thought his dad was trying to pull him in. Yeah, he was trying to, he was trying he was trying to pull, to him, pull in. him into the yeah. wall. And he ended up cutting his hand off mm-hmm. and he starts screaming. And then at that point, Pam comes to and realizes that she's having a vision. Like, this isn't real. Mm-hmm. And so... But when she put the dress on that Jimmy gave her, um, she morphed into what she looked like back in the day. Back in the back in seventy. Yeah. So the dress became new. She had her new afro and all that stuff. So it was kind of like everything went back in the day. So when the arm got cut off and it kind of broke that spell. whole spell that was going on, and so she seen it for what it was, and so she ends up. Uh, setting the dress on fire yeah, with, with herself in with it. herself in it. And I was like, "Bitch, <laughs> you could just took it off. You could have just took it off and burnt the <laughs> yeah. dress. Like, why did you? <laughs> okay." And so when she does that, that kills Jimmy Bones. Um, and so they're trying to escape the house because the house is just like kind of collapsing now. Um, and so they have to act. So it's, it's down to Patrick and Cynthia. They're by themselves because the other guy, Billy, he had got killed by something in the house. Uh, I don't quite remember. But um, they realized that they have to jump down this elevator shaft. And so Patrick jumped down first. And then Cynthia, she she was there at the edge to jump. And then she backed away. And I, I knew as soon as she backed away, something that happened. Because she backed away for a second. And then she came back and she jumped down. And so she jumps down. They run up out the house. And then you can see that something's wrong with uh, Cynthia. Because she had like mm-hmm. this evil look on her face. Mm-hmm. So she turns, he, Patrick turns around and then Cynthia opens her mouth and all these maggots come out mm-hmm. and then it cuts to the credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So I'm thinking she got switched in that uh like she she decided to stay with her mother or whatever and her father. No, I think they snatched her back. So you think they snatched her back? I think they snatched her back um and sent the spirit outside to make him think that she was with them. But I think she died sense. in the house. That makes sense. So that they all three of them could, could be, be together. together. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that we got that. through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Right, listen, that was that was a rough one. I mean, I don't know what was worse, the film or Snoop's acting. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, uh, we. Yeah. No, it's playing. Um, nah, that's 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 real shit. Listen, can't nobody tell me about the D-O-W-G. <laughs> I've been a fan since can't it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Okay. <laughs> so I've been a fan for a long time, and one thing that Snoop isn't really good at and that is acting i mean he could do a lot of things he can cook he can sing he can definitely roll he could roll he can coach a football team he could run a show but what he cannot do is act i mean he's done he did baby boy that worked same year same but that worked that did work for that character yeah he didn't have I mean, he was, I guess, the star of this film, but he didn't have that big of roles because he came in like the last 20 minutes of the film, really. he I mean, he had the scene, of course, mm-hmm. in the beginning, and then he had the scene where he died, mm-hmm. the flashback scene, but he didn't really have majority of the film. Good. Yeah. I think they played on that knowing that he was an, uh, he's a rapper first, mm-hmm. actor last. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even say rapper second. I'll say, I mean, actor second. I'll say actor last. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... I think Snoop is good for cameos mm-hmm. and like, you know, comedy type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing serious. Yeah. Because he had a comedy show back on MTV back in the day, too. Probably around the same time or a little bit after. Mm-hmm. It was like a sketch show. And it was pretty funny. Yeah. See, yeah. We do that. Uncle yeah. Double do- Listen, Uncle Snoop, we don't need you doing no more horror <laughs> movies. Yeah. We don't need a sequel to this, you know, 20 years later. So don't Never, think next year, ever 20th again. anniversary. Please have don't. Too. Oh, I did want to say that girl um, that plays Cynthia, she Bianca also, Lawson. yep, man, I didn't realize she's been in the game for a oh, long time. Oh, yeah, I've seen her on back shows back in the 90s. She's done a lot. And yeah. when I tell you this woman is not aging. And she's still on uh, TV now. She's she doing, still looks the what's, same exact What's way? that show that comes on? Queen on? Sugar. Queen Sugar, yeah. Yes, with Ralph Angel. I don't I don't know who that is. Is that, uh, is that Kofi? Huh? Is that the dude Kofi? Yeah. Okay. I have mm, not watched that mm, show. I just, mm. I, I wouldn't actually know. I've seen the episode because I saw an episode with her on there. And that was, that's why I, I believe that she was man on. was kissed personally by the son. <laughs> personally, he was kissed by the son. All right. And that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to get up off that. My bad. My mouth yeah. is sal- salivating over here. My bad. Now, what would you, you rate this film? Um, the easy day rating. We're freaking hurting. Like yes, we hurt. I would never watch that again uh, if no, I, I have to. Um, <laughs> so if you don't know, uh, of course this month is, is October and it's Halloween month, and yep. what we're going to be doing this month is reviewing black horror films all month long. Um, so we've had some films that we're gonna, we we did bones tonight. Uh, we're gonna do I think. Well. Tales from the Hood. <sighs> okay. Tales from the Hood, the first one, was a great horror film. 
Excuse I would like, me. I would like to. You don't think it was? Which one? The first one. In the nineties. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm mean, all all of the stories wasn't like. Yeah, but I mean overall for me. Overall, yeah, because the, the one little doll scared me to death. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean it was, I was looking at my. I bed wasn't really that scared about the dolls, but I, okay. I had a fear of dolls back in the day. Chucky was like the thing that started it off on. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't know. I, that that did not scare me because I'm like, yo. I would choke slam the shit out this doll. Like, nah, I was, I'm not worried about no doll. <laughs> but go ahead. But um, so the first one was good. The second one, when it came to Netflix, it was just terrible, completely trash. Well, it came to DVD first, then it went to Netflix. So either way, terrible. It was, it was a straight DVD film, and it was just trash. Terrible. terrible I didn't think it would be making a third one from it, but they apparently they felt the need to make a third one, and it's coming out. Oh, uh, well, what but time you hit? Who was involved with this project? <sighs> it's I'm, I hate to say. Lynn Whitfield is in this project. Lynn Whitfield. Wait, why? hold on. First of all, why you say you hate to say it? Because she stooped down to be in this. I just know it's going to be gutter snipe trash. She's stooping <laughs> down to be in this. You, you, you better than this. You just coming off the oh, series finale of, uh, what's the show? Greenleaf? Greenleaf, That was doing yes. so well. And you're going to do this bullshit? Maybe she. Somebody hey, else is she, Maybe than she thought it was going to be fun. I don't know. Because she is a, she is a, uh, she is a legend. A legend. She is a classic actress in the black Hollywood scene. Um, and then who else is? Oh, uh, Tony Todd. He's the guy who plays Candyman there in the nineties. Mm. And he was in mm -hmm. the Final, Final Destination films. The black guy. What? Yeah, that older man. Is he making a cameo in the um, played, Candyman? That's coming out. I think out? he was, but I'm not sure now. I I don't I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen promo for it because they keep pushing it back i don't remember i i, I want to say he was in it in some some capacity mm -hmm. but i'm not sure it would, it, it would only make sense for him to be in it <laughs> at some some way but yeah those two names in it and i just don't understand why they're doing this because yeah i don't know why lynn maybe lynn knows something we don't know maybe she was like i just want to do something well fun. you know what the thing is what's his name the guy that plays greenleaf he was in this in the last one mm -hmm. and so doesn't she play his wife on greenleaf yeah and now she's in this one. I think you you should talk to him and be like, you know, what'd you think about the last one? <laughs> and be like, okay, yeah, don't do this. I mean, listen, I I I, I don't know Lynn personally. <laughs> if you did, I would be like, um, oh, and you been holding up? No, but <laughs> um, just based off of her, some of the interviews I've seen her in, she just seemed like such a class act. And if she took this role, then it had to be a reason. Because listen, <laughs> I know the money ain't drying up. I know it ain't drying. I don't know. Up. I know. I don't know if it's about a bag or maybe <laughs> she thought the the script was worthy of her. Uh, maybe or what? But I trust her judgment. You know what I'm saying? I I, I can't say I've seen her in a bad movie or flop. I can't say I have. But this is coming like straight to. I mean, what? Not in 2020. Coming straight to DVD ain't. Ain't anything, but if it was like 2018 or something like that, usually films that come straight to DVD are like mm -hmm. bad movies. And so, so you saying this is going straight to DVD? Yeah, this is because the second. I mean, one, but the second one went straight to DVD. It, the second yeah. one didn't hit theaters. If this, if we didn't have a pandemic, this one would not be hitting theaters either. I don't, I don't know. No, this one wouldn't be hitting theaters. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what, what, what's going on. I'm just saying like, no, you know, just I'm, anything just, now. I'm just maybe being um, a little optimistic that it's going to be something great. Well, I, I'm sorry. Last one was just trash. And I just don't it know really why they would make a third one. It must, 
what, what must have happened was so many people were banking on seeing the second one because of how much they loved the first one that they all rented it they all bought it they all streamed it or whatever and it got a lot of high numbers because people wanted to see it because it you know had been so long since the first one that came out and so they looked at those ratings and said this many people have watched it so they must want a third one we do not mm. the end alright <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the AO Listen to This Fan Podcast again make sure that you follow us on Instagram you gonna say yes see on Instagram it. at AO Listen to This AO Listen <laughs> Fam hey there we go AO Listen <laughs> Fam and then our Facebook page is AO Listen to This Fam Podcast come on now that's what I'm talking Ayo, about see I could <laughs> got it and right. I didn't even read a paper. <laughs> Again, I'm Kevin J. Stone. I am Maria the Creative. And make sure you follow our host as well, uh, Stephanie the Director. And we're All out right. here. Peace. <laughs>